Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Hazardous Casuals podcast. I'm one of your hosts and your game master, Matt. We're so glad you're sticking with us through some of our prequel episodes and our early growing pains. Now, during this episode, I was a little sick recording uh, our session, so forgive me if you hear any sniffles during this episode. If you'd like to keep up to date on the show, you can check us out on Twitter at Hazardous Casual. And you can also email us at hazardouscasuals at gmail.com. And we would, we would greatly appreciate it if you go check us out on Twitter. Uh, give, go give us an iTunes review. We would love to hear some feedback from you guys. Also, if you would like to know a little bit more about Alaria, you can go to our Podbean page and check out that, as well as get to know and read a little bit of the characters' backstories. We also are going to be uploading that in the next few days. So go check that out on Podbean. Uh, the, the link is in the, the show notes. And uh, if I know some people probably are wondering what system we're using. If we haven't said before, or if you've missed it somehow, we are using the Genesis RPG system from Fantasy Flight Games. And we've kind of done a, our own homebrew setting. We've pulled from various different places, placed things, themes that we like, uh, sort of lore that we like from different fantasy worlds, and kind of made it all fit together. And we're, we've been really enjoying uh, this story and, and this campaign and, and getting to know each other as players as well. So uh, with all that out of the way, uh, let's just jump into a recap of last session. And we will, uh, after that, We'll get into the episode, and we hope you enjoy it. Last episode, Raytheon Mistweave, after having a concerning encounter with a magical artifact, knew he needed to recenter himself, so he headed out into the forest of Three Oaks. During his exploration, he encountered a shadowy figure late one night. Having an uneasy feeling, Raytheon decided to give chase in an attempt to discover what this creature was. But just as quickly as it had appeared, it seemed to vanish, almost as if it had used magic. His chase had led him to the edge of the woods, and there he saw another strange sight. It seemed that a magical spell had been used to conjure up fire. However, the fire led from the fields all the way up to the edge of the woods, almost as if something was protecting the woods. Our other two adventurers, Leo and Katji, were able to gain some more information from the Changeling that they had captured. After their interrogation, the Changeling did meet the end of his life at the tip of Katji's sword. The two then set about repelling the Kobold attack and saved the caravan. Our episode ended with Katji and Leo finally arriving at Vast Haven, their last stop before setting out for Three Oaks. Yeah, let's pick up with you, Raytheon. You have just um, woken up from the morning. It is um, – you can tell it is about sunrise. Um, you are facing currently west, so you you don't see the sun, but you can kind of tell like it's right before sunrise. It's kind of that dusk mm-hmm. time. Um, yeah. And everything seems uh, normal at this point. Right. Well, uh, in that case, uh, Raytheon's going to uh, sort of put things back how he can, as best he can, and uh, go over to uh, to see if he can tell anything else about that big dark mark on the ground. So uh, you you pick up camp, and um, 
you look around, it, it's kind of foggy. Like the the morning fog is still kind of settling in, you know, kind of moving out, sort of thing. And um, you begin to look for this spot. Um, it's gone. You can't find it. It's gone. It's gone. Like gone, gone. Like gone, gone. It's it's gone. It's completely. Does the ground look? Uh, does the ground look any different there, or is it just like regular ground? Um. No, it looks fine. I mean, you you just cannot find it. Okay. You spend probably. I mean, I would think you probably like. You, it's kind of one of those things where you're like, you get up and you go towards where you found it, and you're like, wait a minute, did I go? Did I go the right way? Should I have gone left? Should I go? Wait a minute, is it further down? So you kind of. Mm. It's kind of like one of those things where you like. You almost misplace something, and you're you're like looking. You walk down further than what it was, and then you you're like, oh yeah, it, no, it was right here. It was right here, um, but it's gone. Okay, it looks well, like nothing happened. A little weirded out, uh, Radiant sort of just uh, cocks his head at that, turns around and uh, heads back east toward town. Uh, he's headed to the uh, to the Laughing Dragon. Uh, so I guess he's gonna pass uh, past the Mage Academy, okay, uh, and then walk past uh, Fourth Oak, and go and basically go straight there. Yeah, let me maybe to the back door of the Laughing Dragon uh, from the north. Um, so yeah, while you're on your way, if you want to make a, a a check about that what you saw, you could still make that check. Sure, um, let's do it. Uh, how do, it, it? It's up to you. Um, last time you tried survival, and you tried, uh, I think, lore. Okay, so what would you what would you like for me to to try? I think if you want to try, it, it just depends. What what do you what would you be for more comfortable? Like, what is your character going to focus more on thinking about? Like, are you going to focus more on the magic possible implications, or are you going to focus more on like the survival implications? I think given how weird it is, uh, he's he's going to be more inclined to try and think about it in terms of magic. Okay. Because it doesn't tick any of the natural boxes he knows about. All right. Let's do a – let's do a lore check. Lore check? Yep. Uh, I think this is just a, a two purple difficulty. I think you've had time to sleep on it. I think it's it's not that challenging. Just two purples. Uh, it's washed out to a success. Oh, yeah. So. All right. So you got a success. Um, so – after having slept on it, even though like you couldn't see it again, you, the image of it, the shape of it, was pretty clear. Uh, you remember now, your memory kind of just gets jogged if you think about it. It's like right on the tip of your tongue, and then all of a sudden it's like, bam, it comes into focus, and you, you know where you saw it from. You saw it from an old uh, Battle Mage book. That you were looking at in the academy in Mor- Morty's academy, and yeah. um, you remember it. What was what was interesting is that what was hard to place is that was the the stance and the form that the wizard was the he had this sort of diagram of how to cast a certain uh, fire spell, and what's so cool about this is that he actually enchanted this book to actually walk through actually animated basically these little these drawings were animated so you saw this wizard sort of line up this stance um hold his you know wand up to his almost straight up to his face and then sort of span out 
pull the wand back and then sweep it down and then up towards the target, kind of like a almost like a windmill uh, motion. And what you saw was a fire uh, just streak across the ground and hit the target and splash. And this looks like the exact thing that sort of would take place if you saw it on the ground. Huh. And I didn't see any, like, flashes of light last night. No. Huh. You got there, it had, it was not warm. Like, it would, it hadn't happened recently, if that makes sense. Kind of like how a, kind of like how a fire would, would be warm, but, like, or logs would be warm after a fire had been put out. This was not warm. Okay, with that information, given uh, given like the amount of tracking and uh, time I've spent, I've raging and spent in the wild, uh, could he have ascertained? A, like thinking back on what he saw yesterday, could he ascertain like maybe how old that was using like survival? Um, I would say you probably know the best you're going to get. I'm not going to make you make a check for this. I'm just going to kind of give it to you because I would say that it probably happened. Within the last uh, twenty-four, maybe forty-eight hours. So within the time, somebody. time hmm. within the past few days, maybe. So somebody in the past few days has been casting offensive fire magic in these woods, and Ravian didn't know about it. Right. So he's gonna uh, gonna take a little bit more of a defensive posture as he travels back, uh, just kind of keeping his eyes and ears. Uh, ready to go on uh, on any sort of possible incoming threat, anything like that, especially anything which might uh, might be humanoid. Actually, he's going to stop at the Mage Academy as he comes out of the woods and uh, and go talk to his his friend there and see if he noticed anything unusual last night. Uh, are you going to talk to to Zeku? Yep, going to go to Zeku. Um, he is not at the Mage. You get to Mage Academy and he is not there. That's him. That's him. He's the bad guy. That's yeah, bad. like that's seriously like that's that's sort of like a thought that's in the back of Raytheon's mind. Well, uh, here's the thing. He, you know that he doesn't stay at the Mage Academy by now. Stab him right now. Stab he, him right now. He is he is the he is basically the um he's not a priest, but he is a monk at the yeah. the shrine. So he you would know like if he's not here, he's probably at the shrine at this point. Okay. Just go murder him. Kutra. Get behind him. Ask him what that statue's for. <laughs> anyway, um, knowing that he's not there, um, Raytheon's going to just continue on to the uh, to the Laughing Dragon uh, and go to the back door, see if he can uh, go to the back door first and see if there's anything unusual there. Okay, so we pick up, we transition as um, Raytheon peers into the Mage Academy hollers hello, looks around, tries to find Zeku, realizes he's not there. Um, as he leaves and shuts the door we, to the Mage Academy, we transition to uh, two gentlemen, if you want to call them gentlemen, riding on a camel headed north from Vast Haven on a well-kept road. Uh, you guys have, uh, Katjeet and Leo, y'all have started out early this uh, fine, uh, I would say late summer morning. Uh, it's almost fall, probably within a few days. 
it is fall. It's the first day of fall. But you are getting close. Uh, probably Leo knows this. You're getting close. You're about a maybe a couple days from the anniversary of the Violet Night. So y'all are y'all are coming close to to fall. Uh, the day of the Violet Night is actually the first day of fall. And you look off to the east uh, towards the Howling Mountains and the river and notice that there is a storm brewing. Probably one of the last major storms of the summer. <laughs> Shabazz, hurry up. Hurry up down there, you mangy, free-bidden dune. We got to get there quickly. How are you holding up there, Leo? You can relax some of your clinging on to me. It's getting kind of awkward unless we're mates. Uh, I, I think... I think my balls are, are swollen. Don't worry, that's just a positive side effect of riding on a camel. But no. uh, that storm over there looks pretty intimidating. We need to pick up time or start seeking shelter. Let's hurry, I think. How long do you think that shelter is going to that that storm will take to weather? How long would it take to weather? It's already weather. Uh, the uh, fa- the question is how fast it's going to overtake us and. Shabazz is not quite the most used to these weird woodland roads. He's used to sand. No, no, no. I'm saying we got two options here. We, we run as fast as we can, the ball is aching against the hump, or we just find a place to uh, settle down and weather the storm. Two I options. Think, I think we try to make it as close as possible, even if Shabazz is growing concerned over your constant knocking of balls against its hump. Well, one of us has got to break first. Now, I got to tell you, I don't know if you spend a lot of time with humans while wet, but I don't want to be behind a wet cat. <laughs> Are you suggesting that we switch? I don't know. It might be less comfortable for you depending on what's bumping against what. Ah. All right. But if it hits us, we're going to find a place quick. Okay. Well, let's skedaddle. Do you know anything about these this this region? Are there any animals we should be looking out for, Leo? Oh, oh this God, area. Are you okay? I'm okay. I've got no idea. I'm not from here. <laughs> <laughs> well, just by comparison, where I come from is like sand. Let's say you turn to your right; it's sand. To your left, sand. Behind you, maybe some mountains and sand. So, All right, Kaji. Look, if you see something that's large, like larger than a, a horse and brown or black, run from it. <laughs> so how are you carrying all of your stuff along with this camel? If I can carry it, he can carry it. That's why he's been swat of spirits. I think you're going to give him another hump. Okay. Yeah. I would say that since you have a camel, you can probably get to Three Oaks in, in two days. Um, since they can travel longer, longer um, distances, I would say this is probably a three, well, two to three, yeah, two to three. Is it? This is about about a three day journey altogether. All right. So, uh, uh, speaking of this, uh, Shabazz just spat on the ground, and he politely wanted to know, distance wise, about uh, how many days' journey do you think we are away from this place? Uh. I guess with how far we've been traveling, this this is probably about two days, maybe a third. A third? So we've got all of the day left to go, or are we nearing nearing rest time? I don't know. I've kind of been drinking a little. 
Um, what time of day is this? Yeah, you guys just started out. Like y'all started out and y'all saw the storm uh, coming. Kaji, we just left camp. How are you already drunk? Well, I wasn't really that drunk. I was more kind of hopeful that I was accidentally drunk because this looks like it's going to take a while. You're not exactly Mr. Sunny Disposition back there. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. Now, we, there's a policy. There's, there's a practice we have here. It's uh, not drinking before noon. You should try it sometime. In my country, we have a saying called, uh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I've been meaning to tell you about th- uh, talk to you about this. I'm getting a little tired of every time we get in a, a spat, you walking away with your tail up. I, I, now, I know you're doing that on purpose, showing me your asshole like that, <laughs> but I really need you to stop that one. Number one, uh, I'm wearing clothes. That you can obviously see. Number two, you should be so lucky. Number three, <laughs> our tails pretty much have mind of their own for the most part, unless survival situation occurs. Okay. Okay. That, maybe that was too rude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kaji. And if you grab it, I will stab you in the taint. Well, if it stopped hitting me in the face, maybe I wouldn't try. Well, Kaji, do you have any uh, songs you know from your land? Yes. <laughs> Not a singing cat, huh? Uh, yeah. You, sh- you sure you want a uh, a uh, singing song? Sure. I think okay. a singing song. <clears throat> I've been called a lot of things, but not a uh, excellent singer. Just so you know. Take my mind off these balls. <laughs> All right, here, here we go. Uh, me, 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 me. At, yeah. At this, at this, uh, at that sound, this is out of character. At that sound, uh, uh, Shabazz kind of looks up. <laughs> scared. <laughs> uh, he maintains his pace. But, yeah. Ruh, ruh, raggy. Me, 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 me. All right, uh, here we go. Uh, I'm a weaver, I weave in the desert. I'm rash and roving blade, I've got silver in my pocket. I'll follow this trade for moon, moon whiskey, oh, moon, moon whiskey, oh, whiskey, oh. As I went into the city, not a werewolf did I see. I went in, sat dune beside, Seven long years spent with thee. Moon, moon, whiskey, oh, moon, moon, whiskey, oh. So I'll go back to weaving. I'll sure make the shuttles fly tall. I'll make more at the Carlton than I ever did in trade. The more I kissed, I loved her. Until I lost her, she was made. Soon forgot my teaching and soon forgot my craft. She had left me there inside the land that I had left. So come all of you weavers, you singers, and you trade about the two-moon whiskey of which I ply my trade. Beware of whiskey, she'll ruin you like me. Beware of moon wine whiskey, it'll break you, don't you see? 
And now as I weave lonely in front inside my tent, I think of all the pleasant days that whiskey came and went. <coughs> here, 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 here. Okay, so uh, I think um, I need one of you or both of you to make me a survival check. You can do this however you want. The difficulty is just going to be too purple difficulty. Is that a snake? No, that's, that's just a stick. Is that a snake? No, it's another stick. Okay, so I fail, but there's a lot of advantages. Okay, how do you want to use those advantages? No, basically, this is neither a success nor a failure, right? Basically, yeah. So you guys are going to fail at trying to find a good spot to camp to avoid this storm. Because you've, you've pretty much gone the day and you're about eh, maybe maybe halfway there. You haven't crossed the Lonely River yet. Um, so you're close to the woods uh, to the east of the road and of the south of the river. That is a ton. You got five. You got six. Six. six it's got six. It's, it's the most I've seen. Jeez. All advantage. <laughs> you rolled two advantage on three dice. Uh, we come across a, a a small farm, but there's no room in the farm. Um, okay. So, so the advantage would be after talking to them, they let us stay in like their shed to pass the storm over. I like that. I would, yeah, I like that. Um, let's say that that uses uh, four advantage. So you got two advantage left. Okay. Um, and the advantage are that it's, it's a lockable, uh, securable building. Uh, and that we don't have to stay on the floor floor. We can actually stay up in, in like the hayloft. All right. Yeah. So they're very hospitable. It's very, they're not going to charge you anything. Um, since they kind of know, like, man, eh, it's it's you know, it's that time of the year. They kind of take they pity on you. <laughs> no, no, pretty daughter. <laughs> I think more so, like, they're very hospitable. Um, and and maybe you guys work your your charisma magic sort of thing. And um, yeah, they let you they let you stay in here. Um, and we'll say if you spend all that. They're not going to charge you anything, and, and you're able to stay the night here. Yeah, and that way Shabazz can be on the bottom. He can rest up some, drink some maybe. And since it's hay, that's insulation, so it's not cold. You know? yeah. yeah, and so the night comes, and boy, are you thankful y'all found this farm. Because, oh my goodness, is this not a torrential downpour. Can, can uh do do we have time before the storm hits for me to like, you know, cozy it up a little bit, like take out the bedroll, and use the the flint and steel and some stuff to make a little fire. <laughs> you wanna you wanna make a fire inside a a uh, a barn full of hay? Not a fire. I mean, uh, light. Kaji, what are you what are you doing? <laughs> there's there's literally a, a barn lamp. Don't right worry, here. I'm an expert. <laughs> we make we make fires inside our tents all the time. What's wrong? My what, culture's what, my culture. Your culture's your culture. What's around your feet, Kaji? Piss. Sorry about that. It's <laughs> it's hay. It's dry hay everywhere. Okay, let's take this lamp and we'll we'll go up there with this bedroll. Do you have any any uh anything to make this a better situation? We've got hay, we've got a bedroll. Just sleep the night. I was just secretly hoping that, you know, 
we, there would be more than one bedroll in this equation. Uh, but I've okay. got my, my bedroll. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> With that, let's let's uh, screen wipe as you guys. Uh, we transition back to Raytheon. So you were on the same day. You just left the Mage uh, Academy and did not find Zeku. Okay, well, uh, in that case, uh, finding finding Nozeku, going to go to uh, the Laughing Dragon. Um, going to try and do his best to be uh, to be a little inconspicuous about it. So are you going to the back door of the Laughing Dragon? Yeah, going to go to the back door and uh, just kind of sit there and listen at the back door for a while and see see what kind of conversations going on there. All right, make me a coordination check. As you approach the back door, make me a coordination check. What is the difficulty, please, sir? Uh, two purple difficulty. Okay, that is going to be... Ooh, that's that's fun. Uh, I've got four successes and a threat. Okay, um, as you, like, begin to approach the door, kind of getting close to it, just to kind of, you know, see what... You know, kind of check the place out. Um, the cook flings open the door and slings a massive slop in your direction, uh, narrowly missing you. However, with the threat, you do slip in your efforts to miss the said slop. Uh, you do slip and fall, getting your clothes a little a little muddy. Kind of slip into a little a little mud puddle. So you kind of you kind of muddy. Uh, and the cook looks at you and goes, Hey! Watch it! You ain't been playing out in the mud around here! We stay with slop out here! Just sort of like looks down incredulously and uh, looks back up at the, at the cook and says, Me watch it! You're the one who threw slop all over me, you oaf! Get back inside, you shit kicker! Hey! I didn't hit you with any slop! I just said we threw it out here! Threw it at me. As good as... And uh, Raytheon just sort of stalks his way back around the corner. All right, so so you're just trying to case the joint, or pretty much. Man, I think this would be a mm. like skullduggery. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be a good. Yeah, I think it would be a good use of skullduggery. Just seeing, trying to see what what's going on nefariously around here. This is probably uh, a three purple difficulty. Okay. Um, I would like to spend a story point to upgrade uh, one of my green dice into an orange die. That is going to be oh. uh, two success, two threat, and a triumph. Two success, two threat, and a triumph. Man. All right. So this is a very nice end uh probably the nicest in in three oaks um i mean the fourth oak inn is also nice uh but you can tell this is very a very well established inn uh, with your success um you don't notice anything coming in and out of the back there's a cellar um, but no one really, other than the cook and a few like food deliveries no one comes in the back um, however, you do notice that there is quite a lot of traffic, uh, coming in the front. And, but here's the thing. With those two threats, um, you get marked by somebody. You realize, like, 
you kind of were hanging around too much, staring. They, they see that I'm looking. Yeah, there was there's a there's a big uh, orc that comes through, and like he just catches you. It's like one of those things where he does a double take. Like he sees you, and then like takes a few steps up up onto the porch, and then like immediately like looks back at you and kind of just watches you as he walks in. Like he kind of knows like you're 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 casing the joint. You're you're. You're watching. You're watching for something. What you watching for, bud? Sort of thing. Okay. In that case, uh, Radian's going to do his best to come up with a convincing lie to throw out at the last second when he needs it. Well, I, and how would you like to spend that triumph? That's the thing. Oh, that triumph. Um, I think I'd like to spend that triumph. I don't have anything like solid. Like maybe. Maybe I maybe Raytheon spots a uh, like an unlocked window on the backside, and it's like to the storeroom or something. I was going to say you could notice something about the group that the orc belonged to. That would be better for this for the purposes of this. Okay, you just happened to catch something on two of the individuals' arms, and hmm. it looks like something of a tattoo. Now, it's different uh it is different on each of the individuals it's not the same symbol but it's the same symbol but there's some differences between the two can you see that oh okay so i see something that's like on all of them that's roughly similar to five arrows sort of sort of like crossing at a center point over a uh like a short sword or a dagger and there's like a red banner in the middle. Yeah, re- probably a red ribbon uh, that, yep. that bi- kind of binds them together, binds okay. the, all of it together. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Um, not all of them, you can't quite tell, but you can kind of tell that they don't all look the same, if that makes sense. Like The orc's tattoo they- is different, it looks like. Just by a glimpse, it looks different than... Uh, the human that was with him, and you couldn't tell. It looked like the elf may have had one, but as soon as they realize that you're looking at them, they immediately like mm, pull down their like shirt sleeves to make sure like you can't see it. So it's not totally visible, but like it, there's there's little differences that maybe I can't quite suss out, but I can tell that it's not all exactly the same. Exactly. Cool. Well, in that case, I'm going to follow them in and uh, go to the bar and order a drink. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, you walk in, and this is a very lavish inn. Um, you walk in immediately. Oh, I'm covered in mud, aren't I? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, look, listen. I'm just going to walk in and see what happens. These or- The orcs aren't, like, the most fanciest-looking dressed people. Like, they're not... They're not well-to-do, uh, they, but they definitely don't have mud all over themselves. Um, you walk in, and there is a little, um, I guess you could say, welcome desk uh, to the Perhaps left. There's like a post stand. Yeah. Uh, there is a large staircase to the right um, with some you know, coat racks and, and kind of a gathering room there, a uh, large fireplace. But off to the left... Uh, kind of straight ahead is uh, what seems to be the bar and the dining. Is there anybody at the check-in desk? 
Uh, yes, a young, uh, a young human male, just standing there, kind of, you know, just waiting for someone to come up to him. So, uh, Raytheon, first, uh, looking around, is this a place where he would be comfortable at all? Like, he said it was fairly fancy, right? You probably would not feel very much at home in this place. Right. Seeing as you're, you're more of a rustic individual, this is not rustic. It's not like – it's not upper – it's not like Vast Haven upper class, but it's it's not – it's the nicest place you've seen in Three Oaks so far. Right. Um, so going in, just before uh, he approaches the uh, kid at the check-in stand, um, can he see which direction that the, uh, the orcs went? They – that group went to the bar. That group went to the bar? In that case, uh, can, can he see them from here or hear them or anything like that? Uh, you could see them. They're walking into the into the bar, the bar, the the dining area. Any of them watching me? No. All right. So the uh, the kids at the check-in stand, uh, Raytheon's going to walk up to him and say, uh, "Say, excuse me, can I can I have a." Can I borrow a pail of water or something to get this off of me? Sir, we do not uh, deal with, with that sort of thing. He kind of like looks at you and is like, um, if you would like to purchase a room, you could have the luxury of the Laughing Dragon's uh, wonderful uh, bath services uh, in, a, in your own private quarters. But we don't offer uh, – this is not a bathing house, sir. I'm, I'm sorry. He kind of like grimaces at you, like, "What are you thinking?" So as I, uh, as as Raytheon uh, listens to him, he sort of like puts one hand on his on his uh, hip and leans in, you know, like maybe a little too close, uh, and uh, and he's definitely got mud on the hand <laughs> that, uh, that he's like leaning, like leaning with, and so like he just reaches out and he kind of pats him on the face and says, "A room would be nice." Uh, okay. Well, uh, that will be, let me see. And he, like, starts looking through a book. Uh, how many nights would you like, sir? Well, uh, that largely depends on the rate. Well, um... Would you like what kind of room do you want? Do you want one of our suites? Would you like one of our uh, private room, common room? How would you? What would you like to? Uh, what what sort of accommodations are you looking for? I'm thinking common room. Okay, uh, just a common room. Uh, you would be sharing a um, a a private bathing room together with another room, um, and that would cost uh, five silver for one night. I'll, uh, I'll take the one night, see how it goes. Okay. All right. <laughs> he's, he's so out of his depth here. <laughs> uh, uh, he um, waits for the, uh, he you know, wants the money, and he hands you a key in return for the uh, payment. Right. The, uh, the payment's given to him. Uh, now, where, where is this? Room. Uh, it will be upstairs to the left. It's room uh, number seven. Thank you. Your name was? Oh, my name. Uh, my name is Timothy, sir. Timothy, you're going to do good here. Um, I'm going to go to the bar now and 
You keep holding up this stand. Thank, thank you. You are kind gentlemen. I'm going to try to use uh, some primordial magic to, uh, to get the mud off of my clothes. Yeah, okay, all right, cool. Um, I think this would be a, um, a utility spell. Um, and I think that Primal can do that. Yeah, yeah, utility. Um, I mean, pretty much this is a cantrip, but let's, uh, I think this would be interesting if this fails. So let's do, (laughs) I mean. Right, and I want to make it very clear that, uh, the Raytheon does not give a single shit about where the, where the mud goes. Okay, no, so this is a single purple die, but I'm going to spend a story point and upgrade this. So it's going to be one red die. And that is a failure with two advantage. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say that I slick it into a, uh, into a thin sheen over all of my clothes, making it appear as though I am wearing a suit. Different clothes than I was when that guy saw me earlier. Or, or how about this? How about like... Like I don't get it off of if, me. What if it goes into I, your boots? Like it doesn't it go anywhere. <laughs> it just like goes into your boots, so you just like you're just walking around. Squish, squish, squish. Squish, squish, All right, all right. Because it's funny, I'll do it. Um, and I think so the ad- sees, but only you know. I think that's the advantage too. Like it doesn't go anywhere and cause a scene or a mess, but like. You definitely didn't cleanse yourself that well. <laughs> like you failed it trying to get – like you actually got some water out, but it just kind of like ran down. It almost was like if you peed your pants and ran down your legs, you know, just kind of wet your pants. <laughs> just kind of slowly put water in your boots to where you're just squishing around <laughs> the dining room. Right. He, he thought he was saying cleanse my, cleanse my cloak and it heard – Shit my boots. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have... I, I, I need to start reading a little bit more on this. Uh, um, but so, uh, so yeah, so Raytheon will uh, walk in there and uh, sit somewhere near-ish, like within earshot of the guys at, uh, at the bar, the, uh, the orcs who walked in. Okay, so uh, the, the orc and his elf companion are sitting at the bar. Oh, the human the human went and sat down at a table uh, kind of in the corner and, and is talking to someone. I'm going to see – is there like a, like a table near there that I can sit down at? Uh, you could, but you're going to have to choose which group you want to sit near. I want to sit near the human and uh, – and his mystery companion that he's talking to, uh, but not like so close. I'm not gonna sit like at the next table over, right? But I want to be able to like listen in on the conversation. All right, well let's get ba- let's come back and we're gonna we're gonna transition. So as Raytheon sits down to try and listen in on the conversation uh, that is taking place in the Laughing Dragon, we uh, transition to our friends. On their way, their journey to Three Oaks. You guys wake up. It is a beautiful day. The storm has cleared out, looks like. Um, at least from this area. And um, what do you guys do? Do you guys hang around here during the day? Or do you guys try and make a beeline for... No, we are... Yeah, we're not going to be I'm, around for another storm. I'm probably up, like, right before... Like dawn really starts to show, and packing up if the storm's over. But okay, yeah, it definitely is over. Um, 
it looked like, honestly, at this point, uh, as you guys get ready to leave, uh, you see another storm in the distance, but it it is way far in the distance. Like, you've got a good long, you don't have to worry about another storm today. But uh, you definitely could tell, like, it rained a lot. Um, and so uh, it makes things a little slower um, in traveling just because the road is kind of muddy. But you guys make it there. Uh, and I'm going to say, like, you guys make it there, um, make it to Three Oaks. Uh, well, here's the thing. Do y'all want to want to try and make it to Three Oaks again today? Or do you want to try and um, just take it easy, not not sort of stress again? Um, how do you – yeah, how do you want to approach this? Do you want to uh, – I want to get there as fast as possible. Okay. Yeah, based on our experience, aren't we in a hurry to, before someone else gets there to do harm to whatever the stone that we found out about? You guys don't – well, yeah. So, yeah, the stone – that's right. You guys do know about the stone. Uh, that's what the change – I forgot. The changeling was and, after the stone. Um, in my no, mind, I have sensitive information I'm relaying. Okay. So the sooner information gets relayed, the better use it will be put to. All right. You, okay. So make me a writing check then because if you guys are going to push this thing, you all are going to have to make me a writing check. Um, I'm going to say this is uh, – just Donovan since he's, he's – uh, well – Leo, are you skilled at, at riding? Have you have you ridden a horse a lot, or are you mostly like sort of walking by your donkey as you or like walking by? I, you, do you walk I'm or do you usually, ride? I'm usually in a caravan or or walking. Okay, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna require both of you guys to make this check. Um, two purple difficulty with a black die because the roads are not the best right now. Kaiji, I'm not gonna lie, my boss feel great today. Uh, I was about to say, as you got on the camel, uh, you might not have noticed or you might have noticed that I had uh, uh, campaigned my uh, sleeping stuff underneath where you were sitting. So it's a little and, bit more. And as my balls start to, like, go down, like, because of the salve, they just kind of, like, slip right off the, the impact. Oh, my gosh. Perfect. <laughs> All dice have canceled out. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. So with this, uh, you guys are not going to make it there today, uh, having failed to kind of get this thing going. Leo, you do not fall off. However, I'm going to say you take two strain today just from, yeah, camels are rough. That salve is helping, but at the end of the day, you're really starting to feel it. Um, You guys get to the bridge over the Lonely River and – kind of realize like this is probably a good place just to set up um there's plenty of fresh drinking water um a lot of it looks like people kind of stop here quite frequently near the starlight lake um and uh, depending on where you are you guys are you're just uh on south south of the lonely river like y- y'all could cross the bridge i'm thinking you guys kind of stopped at the bridge near the, the lake and set up camp there. Now, if y'all want to camp somewhere else, that's fine. If y'all want to go further off the beaten path, you can. But that's up to y'all. Do I know anything about the Starlight Lake? Uh, you'd have to make me a, a lore check. And if you've okay. been if you've been to Three Oaks or around this area, I'll give you a boost die. But if you haven't, then it's it's probably just going to be a you know a, a two purple difficulty. Oh, this is going to work well. 
I'd say I've, I've generally been. What the hell are we? <laughs> okay. Okay. Cat Jeep, you think? Well, uh, Leo, how do you want to? Um, how do you want to spin your advantage? Because you both fail. You don't really know anything about the lake or this area in general. I want to. I want to spot something. Okay. Um, anything in particular you want to spot? Anything like? Like a like a resource of some sort that can be gathered. Okay. Or or just like anything that that's actually, you know, written in this area that. Oh, like like any threats. If there's a threat, I want to see a threat. Otherwise. Well, mm, I mean, this is kind of a. You are making an observation check. Oh, knowledge. Um. Okay. Well. Yeah. Well, okay. So I How don't about, know the area, but I recognize like a plant or something. We're looking for some place to bed down. Yeah, I think. Um, I think just. Um, oh sure. I think yeah. I think you can find like some herbs if you want. I mean, that'd be fine. I think like as trying y'all are trying to find a campsite, maybe you find some herbs. Uh, Cat G find you find some poison ivy, and you've never seen that before. Um, which I'm going to say, you know, kind of irritates you a little bit, but y'all are going to sleep. So it's not catnip. No, it's not catnip. It's not catnip. It's just, put that down. Um, I think you take one strain from that threat. You know, you get some poison ivy, but it kind of itches a little bit. It's not bad. Um, but it's a little irritating. And, uh, yeah, I think you find some, some useful herbs, probably not enough to sell, but maybe some for just like medicinal purposes. Sort of so thing. like one one or two herbs of healing? Ooh, no. I think or that that's would, a more powerful resource. Yeah, that I think I think maybe you found the stuff to maybe make a potion. How about that? All right. Yeah. If you uh, ate it, I would if you if you used it without making it into a potion, maybe we could give you some benefits, something along the lines. Um, maybe like a boost die or something like that on one of your checks. They make an excellent laxative. <laughs> All right, so just just herbs, miscellaneous yeah, herbs. Yeah, yeah, just some just some herbs. I think. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. Now are we close enough to the lake to be able to look around to see what we see. Yeah, I mean, if you guys want to do something with the lake, y'all are right next to the lake. The lake kind of butts yeah. up to this bridge, and kind of narrows at this point into a river. Any, uh, any obvious reason why it's called starlight that I can see? Oh, yeah. So when you guys, as the sun sets, um, this lake begins to glow. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen, like, the bioluminescent sort of beaches um, where it looks like stars are sort of on the, the seashore. Have y'all ever seen that in, like, the real world? Yeah. I've walked out on a beach that had, like, my, 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 feet, uh, my footpath glowed behind me yeah so this is the same thing except the whole the whole lake glows at night um and it looks like the whatever is causing this sort of it looks like starlights it looks like the starlight um at night um and basically it it moves it it moves just sort of like like it's maybe it's some sort of um organism uh, you, you don't know, but it, it they're not standing still. Um, it honestly, uh, if you've ever seen a lightning bug, it would kind of look like that. Except uh, when you look at it, you can tell, like when you run your fingers through it, you can tell it's not it's not it's not even kind of 
lightning bug. It's it's just some sort of natural phenomenon. And this is probably why they call it Starlight Lake. Gachi um, totally gets off the camel for a little bit and goes into the water. And he's just mesmerized. Like, Leo, what the hell is this? Wait, do you, like, wade out into the water? No, like... Okay, like, I was like, wow. Deep. Okay. Like, enough where I can lean down and just rub my fingers to it, like you said. Oh, okay. I'm like, I've seen stars in the sky, but what the hell is this? Well, uh, Kaji, this is uh, uh, some sort of creatures live out here, very small creatures that give off light. I think. At least that, that's what they are over in the ocean where I'm from. Could you mix them with uh, two moon wine and would they still be luminescent? No, I would not drink this at all. Are you familiar with uh, uh, bacteria, uh, things that make you sick, make you shit for days? No, we pretty much go whenever we need to. But seriously, this, this looks like moon wine tastes. I think you would be okay to drink from this. Like, y'all are probably not worried about getting sick from drinking water, I would say, for the most part. Like, drinking water from streams or rivers are probably a normal thing in this world. Okay. Now, now, if you saw a dead animal, yeah, you wouldn't drink from water like normal, you know, like sane people. Um, and if you saw something weird like like stagnant water or maybe some kind of sort of like dark liquid inside the water, you probably wouldn't. But I mean, this, this would probably be fine. And if you okay. were really, if you were worried, you probably would boil it anyway over a fire. Like you'd probably put it in a pot, you know, just, just to make sure. But I would think y'all, y'all probably, people would probably just drink from, from streams and water like that. Normally. Oh. All right. All right. I take a sip. How do I, how do I feel? It tastes really good. It's, very fresh, very cool. Um, knowing this, actually, probably I don't know if you've ever been this far, kind of north, um, and this close to mountain range. Uh, this water is very cold. Like when you get it, it's very cold. It's not like freezing, but for it to be the end of summer and be still like very cold, you can tell like, oh, it's probably because we're so close to the mountains. So it it drinks wonderfully. It's very crisp, very refreshing. Uh, it's a little chilly to be in, uh, but yeah, it's it's a very it's a it's an kind of a, an amazing lake. It's it's almost magical, you would say. <laughs> okay, well, let's get as close to this the our destination as possible. But maybe we could camp near the lake tonight. Uh, do I? Um, what you said with the? Uh, do we see any good spots to camp? Yes, I mean it's pretty much. It's a good ways off the road, but it's closer to the lake. Uh, you can kind of tell that people camp here probably quite often just because it's, it's just a beautiful view. Like you see this lake and then on up further up the lake, you can kind of see the, the what looks like three oaks. Um, you can kind of see like the dock and uh, probably a tavern and their their lights are flickering and reflecting on the, the lake. And you kind of see the trees um, some huge willow trees that work that that line the the lake shore on up towards uh, probably the mouth of the lake and the river that flows from the mountains. Uh, and you see the mountains, the the Howling Mountain Range. Well, that sounds like a beautiful place to, to camp up for the night. 
all right, let's camp here. This looks pretty, and I am tired. Um, so we circle up Shabazz. How, what is Shabazz doing? Um, he's laying down like a camel, trying to rest. Okay, so he's not taking in the clay lick at all. Um, he probably did. I mean, I assume he did. He probably walked over and licked it, and probably like looked at the stars, like or the 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 glowing like <laughs> things, and like what is what is this, and like try to lick like try to lick it up and, <laughs> and follow it around. But after a while, he just you know he's he's had a tough day. He's carrying two people, and y'all been riding him hard. He's he's sleeping. He curled up next to the campfire. The best thing is. This, we we are we're completely glossing over what would annoy me the most in real life, which is what camels actually sound like. <laughs> yeah, they're like less useful wookies. Yeah, right. uh, the wookies that you kind of feel bad about making fun of. <laughs> the only kind of. Uh, yeah. So. Um... And you can kind of, you guys can kind of tell now, like the weather is a little cooler at night, even for this being summer. Uh, y'all can tell kind of the weather is starting to change at this point, uh, and sort of the climate, especially near this lake. the The wind, the breeze coming off the lake is very brisk uh, at night. So anyway, let's um, let's scene change as you guys fall asleep next to the Starlight Lake. Let's go back to our friend Raytheon in the Laughing Dragon. Raytheon, you sit down to hear the voice, the, the conversation of the human, right? The human male. Yeah, and I'm going to sit uh, in such a way that I'm not looking at him. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not sitting there in any sort of way that's going to convey, like, I'm listening to you. Okay. I assume that in a place this uh, this well appointed, the waitstaff kind of comes to you. So uh, okay, yeah, yeah. After a little bit, um, a, uh, a a waiter comes over and uh, introduces himself. Hi, I, I'm I'm Steve. I'll be your server this evening. Afternoon, Steve. Uh, what's your favorite thing on the menu? He goes. He looks at you. and Goes all the things. <laughs> <laughs> what are you what are you in the mood for? I, I'll tell you the best thing. All right, Steve, I'm gonna need a few things. I'm gonna need something greasy, I'm gonna need something cold, and I'm gonna need something wet, and you can mix those however you want. Greasy, cold, and wet. You can split that up or group it how you want to, but that's where we're headed today. He brings you his stepmother. <laughs> uh he goes, I have just the thing. Uh, and after a while, after about, you know, 15 minutes, he comes out and brings you his, uh, your meal. You said something greasy, something cold, and something wet. Yep. (laughs) Gotta match my shoes. Oh, man. Okay. The greasy thing is he brings out something fried. You don't know what it is. Like, what we would understand is, like, chicken nuggets but it doesn't look like a chicken nugget it's like right, it's just nuggets it, it's just something fried in a, almost a ball form yeah but like how much gravy does it have on it Ooh, he has a pitcher of gravy and says how much gravy do you want on it you can leave that Steve 
<laughs> Very good choice, my sir. He sets it down on the table. Uh, he brings also uh, he has a uh, he sets down a a beer. Uh, but however, he tells you now. Listen, this is our uh, this is our dwarven whiskey. Now uh, he also sets down a little a little flask. He he gives you a pint of it, and then sets down a smaller flask, like a little shot, not a flask, a shot shot glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, he probably gives you a tumbler. Yeah, because he yeah. was he's going to tell you to savor this. The cold something is. Um, some sort of dessert, kind of cream, maybe I, maybe their form of like, kind of an ice cream sort of dessert that they would have. Steve, I'll uh, I'll call on you again soon if I need you, and hopefully this will do the trick. Very well, and uh, he hurries off to help another table. Um, so you're going to be listening in on this. You're trying to listen in on this conversation, right? Um, okay, so I think this is probably a this is probably a perception check. Yeah, probably a two purple difficulty okay. with a with a black die. That is gonna be three failures with three advantage. Whoo! Okay, you can you can tell they're having a conversation, right? But they're yeah. you you made sure that you were far enough away that you, that it would be suspicious. Maybe yeah, like, like, like two tables down. Yeah, you're like there's a table in between you guys, maybe. Um, as I think you wanted to be close enough to these guys to hear their conversation, so I think one table in between y'all is good enough. Um, but they are definitely like whispering. How how do you want to spend those three advantage? Um, I would like to catch three key words. Hmm. Okay. Ooh, interesting. The first word you hear is guild. The second word you hear is trolls. The third word you hear is... Uh, could I suggest that it would be like a location? Um, black. Black. That's the third word. Okay. So reading back the chat in the order that it shows up, Black Trolls Guild. Uh, yeah, guilds, guild was first, trolls was second, and then black was third. Yeah. Yep, that's correct. Okay, cool. Uh, Raytheon's going to just continue eating his nuggets. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get as what kind of gravy is this? Brown gravy, white gravy? Oh, it's brown. Yeah, it's brown, brown gravy. Yeah, it's mm. brown. And um, they are a very acquired taste. There's a little bit of vinegar in there. Um, there's a real earthy taste to it, and you're not really sure what sort of animal this is. Is this even an animal? Like, is like okay? Can I can I use like? It's um, you can tell it's meat. It's some okay, kind of meat. It's meat from a animal, but you're not really use, sure what it is. Can I use survival to determine what kind of animal it is? Because I'm sure. in a lot of wild game. Sure, sure. Give me a survival check. This is uh, mm, one purple, one black die. <laughs> okay. That's two successes and an advantage. Okay. Um, he has brought you... Um, you say cat, I'm going to piss myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think like domestic cat, 
I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think this is you know it's of the feline persuasion. Um, and then you realize, hmm, these are about the same size as maybe a mountain lion. No, <laughs> maybe, maybe you've got me eating fried <laughs> <don't> noise. <laughs> maybe, but you are actively the worst. <laughs> uh, but, but I'm not complaining because this gravy is damn tasty. <laughs> well, um, listen, I mean, it's real earthy. It's kind of vinegary. I mean, it's. I mean, is your character into that sort of taste? He'll eat anything. No, but he is going to immediately go for the beer. Steve comes. <laughs> Steve comes back and goes, uh, "Yes, are you? In, how are you enjoying the Howling Mountain oysters?" Steve, I've got to tell you, it's uh, it's the best dancing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go steal my line. <laughs> <laughs> got to tell you, Steve. Uh, didn't take you for that kind of fellow, but it takes a man with big balls to get after that kind of game. <laughs> well, it, it may not be my personal favorite, but it is one of the most requested items on our menu. So I figured Bye. I'd give Ooh. you the best, or at least the most requested best that we have to offer. Well, that's fine. I start but, drinking the gravy. But trust me, <laughs> if it is not to your taste, the whiskey will make you soon forget it. And he winks and then walks away. I'm not sure what to do with that wing, but I can handle my liquor. Um, All right, so make me a uh, make me a resilience check. Resilience. This is gonna be three purple. I'm gonna fill the shit out of that. Yeah, it was to say and a black because you have never had this strong a whiskey before. Hey guys, I'm boned. <laughs> uh, no, actually, that's a, that's a threat. Oh. A success of two threads. Well done. Um, okay, the thread is you. You. You don't get like. You don't pass out. Um, I think you succeed in. But I do want more. Oh yeah, you want more, and I think I think one thread is you want more, and I think the other thread is like you kind of get a little sloppy on on being like inconspicuous. Yeah, you're not being very inconspicuous anymore. You're kind of like the more you drink. The more you're like leaning to the right towards this conversation, and like yeah, and, and I think that we've determined that uh, that Raytheon's a little bit of a sassy drunk by this point. <laughs> <laughs> so he's sort of like just like sort of lolling his head around. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, cutting your eyes over that direction like a little too much. Like you're trying to figure out or what like to say. sort of a stupid half smile that he thinks nobody answers. And I'm just gonna sort of, uh, sort of, fluff myself over toward the bar. All right. And order two more. <laughs> three, two more. All right. Uh, the bar for my new friends over there at the bar. Oh. Uh, the orc kind of sets up and looks your way, and like eyes you, like his eyes narrow, and he like begrudgingly takes the whiskey and he sniffs of it. Looks back at you, kind of shrugs and bobs his head back and forth like, okay. Raises it to cheers and then pounds, just pounds it, just 
downs it okay. one so, one shot, just done. So what I'm gonna do is like while he's while he's doing that, like scoot down another bar stool. So maybe I'm like two three bar stools down from him now. I'm gonna take a uh, take a sip of mine, and and think like he didn't notice when he drank. He won't notice when I do. And so um, Ravian's gonna gonna take another drink, scoot down another bar stool until he's sitting next to the guy. <laughs> I think when you finally make it to the end, the orc has like finished his drink, and uh, he looks at you. And he go, he just kind of like narrows his eyes again, and uh, he looks back at his friend, and nods your way. And his friend goes, "I don't like him." And we, what does he want in uh, in five systems? <laughs> I don't like you. Uh, and then we fade. We we cut to black and switch back to our our other our other companions who wake up to another beautiful morning. You are, um, just a couple, you're, you're about a half day away from three Oaks at this point. Let's pack up. Uh, do I notice anything around us? Uh, no, uh, you notice some people on the road and that's about it. I'm probably already packed my stuff up and I'm kind of like stretching down by the lake and looking out at whatever I can see. Okay. And this is now you guys have caught up, to, I think, to Jordan's timeline. This is the same day now. Um, this is the morning when Jordan woke up in the woods, or Raytheon woke up in the woods. All right, let's get back on Shabazz. Come on, you big sack of bones. Let's go. Uh, we're, we're close. We've almost made it. Uh, I've done a lot of foot travel, and it'd be nice to have a... I'm not really a big fan of horses, but this camel's been all right. Shabazz, without missing a beat, turns to you and spits on your leg. Really? It looks like uh, he likes you, too. Yeah, well, if I had one, I'd sit too close for him to be able to spit on me. <laughs> well, he's got very good aim for, for his kind, apparently. <laughs> very expressive in that way camels tend to be. You guys make it there with really no trouble. Um, it's about midday probably around lunchtime when y'all get there um as you arrive the city gates that emerge from the forest uh they kind of the gates uh kind of emerge from actually the forest that surrounds it looks like it surrounds the city um the gates are open uh you see kind of two guard towers uh with guards uh archers in in the guard towers um, and there's a, actually a guard that's like on, on the foot on the ground, kind of, you know, welcoming people, um, making sure like they're okay, directing them anywhere they might need. Um, but you also spot on some crates next to, uh, the gate and the guard, a young, uh, probably a redheaded teenage, uh, girl just sitting there swinging her legs, eating an apple. Uh, and she spots you guys. Definitely um, is eyeing y'all. You can tell she is just watching you from a good ways as y'all approach. Uh, and you guys come up to the gate. And the guard looks at y'all and goes, Greetings! Why, hello there. Greetings. 
Did you guys get hit by that storm uh, 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 yesterday? Ah, uh, yes, but it's just a storm. It's nothing out of the ordinary for this time of year. All right, every, everything all right in town or anything we should be aware of? Everything's fine in Three Oaks. You passing through oh, or fantastic. staying for a while? I am all going right. to deliver some findings to the great and magical What's-His-Face. Uh, otherwise known as Morty. And me, I'm, I'm planning on uh, just selling my wares, uh, bringing commerce to this fine city. Uh, when you say Morty, you notice the redhead girl, like, perk up. Like, you kind of come up beside of her. Like, he's, she's kind of sitting next to the guard on these crates. Uh, and she'd kind of gone back to eating her apple. Trying, You can tell, like, she's trying not to stare. Um but when you say Morty, she like perks up and like looks directly at you. Um, and when you look at her, she kind of darts back towards the ground and starts eating her apple again. Uh, the guard looks at you and goes, well, uh, best of luck on selling your wares. I don't know if Morty is back, but you can go check uh, at his academy. It's just straight up the road when the road forks. Take the right, and you'll see it on your left. Uh, you'll also pass the the marketplace, and um, yeah, just talk to the, just go inside to the 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 market hall and talk to the 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 proprietor there, and he can get you set up with a stall or a place to sell your wares. And if you need lodging, there's plenty of places to find a room. Well, thank you so much. Well, all right. Um, is is the uh, red-haired girl beyond the guard or in front of the gate? Um, so you kind of come up to the gate. The guard is standing, like, on the right side, like, kind of at the corner of the tower. And mm -hmm. um, the, the young red-haired girl is, like, further to your right. Like, she's in front of the, the guard, further away from the gate. She's almost like okay. she's like almost like directly to your right, but maybe a little bit behind you. How old does she look? Uh, probably around sixteen. So <clears throat> I'm go I'm going to um, lead the camel through for a bit and go. Hold on a second. Let me go ask about something. And I'm going to actually dismount and go up to her. Um, and as I throw up, I go greetings. I noticed you're you parked up when I said Morty out there. Either that or you won't do pet my fur. I get a lot of both this far away from the dunes. Her eyes get, ooh, can I, can I, can I pet your fur? I, I honestly was, that was a throwaway statement, but uh, go ahead. As long as it won't get me arrested. Are you, uh, are you from the, the far south? Uh, south and west. Oh. In the dunes. She comes up and she, she like, like very almost like nervously like touches your arm um she's like wow you're soft like a kitty cat oh and she like catches her like self and puts her <laughs> hand over her mouth like i'm so sorry i hope that doesn't offend you no you did not call me a cat person uh kitty cat can be term of endearment or uh beginning a fight i doubt it will start a fight 
you notice as you uh, you rub my my uh, hair, it changes. That's very rare amongst our people. But come now, why why did you uh, perk up at the name of Morty? Um. Well, I mean, I kind of know him. I mean, he's 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 kind of like I don't know, kind of like my. Well, I mean, he's always been around, and everyone loves Morty. He's really good friends with. Uh, and she kind of trails off. Goes, uh, we're really good friends. Ah, I see. You kind of know him. All right. Um, yes, well, we, we were here to, well, I, I came here to deliver him some very important, uh, information, but the guard at the gate said that he might be gone. She kind of looks like, you can kind of tell, like, she's hiding kind of her, like, sadness. She's like, yeah, he hasn't been here for a while. He left a couple years back, I guess. I mean, now. But, um, I could take you to, to Zeku. He's, he's, like, kind of the guy who's been watching over the Academy. Um, but there's also this elf. He came a couple, like, a couple weeks ago. Um, but he's kind of just been helping Zeku out. But Zeku's over the temple. He's kind of a monk. He's a dark elf. And, I really shouldn't be saying all this. Anyway, uh, I can take you to him and show you where he, he's at. Uh, out of character, how long ago did I meet? Did I meet him? Uh, it's been a while, like um, more than more than three years, or however long she said. No, uh, I would say within the past year you met Morty. So like, okay, so he has not been back there. He has not been back yet since okay. since so he left. I'd be like, well, okay. So then Morty would. Uh, so so. All right, so, um, well, that is a shock to me. I actually met him not that far, well, somewhat far from here, but uh, halfway in between the the dunes and here, uh, not less than a year ago. Uh, well, not more than a year ago, I mean. Um, okay, well, uh, I have two questions. Number one, why the secret city? I mean, I don't know anything about the city, so anything you tell me, Helps me not look like idiot. Um, and number two, uh, which one of those two you mentioned is closest to Morty and most trustworthy? Also, would you like a silver piece for your help? And I pretty much press it to your palm. How about two silver pieces? My hand, my hand doesn't even move as it goes like this, and there's two silver pieces. Oh, <laughs> uh, her eyes get big. All right, Zeke is the guy you want to talk to. He's been friends for Morty as long as I know. I think they even came here a long time ago. Like, when they were, like, maybe around, maybe just a little older than I am. I don't know. They've been here a long time. They actually helped make Three Oaks. Three Oaks, I think. Um, Zeku, he's kind of a, I mean, he's a monk. I mean, kind of, like, he kind of sticks to himself. Um, kind of religious. He's a good guy, though. Um... But yeah, that's probably who you want to talk to. The elf just came by, but Morty knew, and she like stops as she says, "Morty knew." Uh, yeah, Zeku. Uh, I can take you to him. Uh, in terms of what's going on in Three Oaks, eh, just your normal sort of time of the year where mercenaries are coming up. Of course, mer- more mercenaries have been coming through the city more often. I don't know why they don't want to talk about it. But anyway. Something going, something's going on up north, maybe in south. I don't know. I try not to listen. Mom doesn't want me to listen to that sort of talk. 
Anyway, yeah, I can show you around town if you want. Okay, well, first things first. My name is Katji. Uh, and it's nice to meet She you. sticks out her hand and goes, Ruby Marigold. Well, hello, Ruby. Nice to meet you. Let me go tell the person I'm driving with to see what he wants to do, but we'll probably follow you. Did she take the um, the silver? Yes. Okay. All right, so... Uh, and you do not I go you, you do not know where she puts it. It's like she takes it and then like it's just gone. <laughs> wow, did you like eat that silver? I mean it disappeared. <laughs> uh, you normally I spend it, not eat it. Uh she like looks <laughs> like she cuts like a sideward glance at you and goes, Maybe. <laughs> okay, I'll try to keep my hands away from that mouth of yours. Um so hey Leo, uh you uh Stinky, ball slapping, camo riding, uh, hump of a toad. Um, uh, I've just met this girl over here who can lead us to some of my contacts. What do you want to do? Do you want to come with? You could meet a priest or uh, some other friend of a wizened prune of a wizard. Well, I, I, I figure I could, uh, I can at least relay what we saw just to make sure that they. They get all the information they need to protect themselves, so it doesn't hurt for me to get in good with the locals. Good, that's what they wanted to hear. Let's let's uh, grab Shabazz and follow them. Maybe we'll find a place to uh, to stall him while we are here, um, Shabazz, over the nights. Um, so that's cool. She like um, I think when she when you when you all were talking, she like at the end of it, she goes she kind of leans out, but from behind, Kajit <laughs> uh, and goes, "Hi, I'm Ruby." Hi there, I'm Leo. Leo from the east. As you guys make your way into the city, uh, it's really a beautiful town. Like, um, you're kind of surprised that like this small of a town is is this actually large. Um, it's kind of surprising, and it doesn't feel. Um, if there's something just that puts you at ease as you walk into the gates um, of this this town. And as you're walking up the main, sort of the main street, uh, you notice some houses, kind of the, probably the residential area, and um, it's a it's a hustle and bustle city. Uh, there's people everywhere, and it seems like you know people are walking to work and and doing trade. And you make it to the market, and you pass the market on your right. And as um, as you pass, Ruby goes, "Now listen, you ever want to sell anything?" Talk to me first. I got a few tips, but it might cost you. Oh. It might cost you. I don't sell my secrets for nothing. They ain't, they ain't free. Huh. Well, what's your price, lady? Hmm. Two silver. I'll give you one tip. Tell you what? Uh, one silver and we got a deal. Hmm. Okay, one silver, one tip. Awesome. I'll tell you. Uh, here, I toss a silver to her. What's where your fingers just <laughs> uh, She catches it and then like kind of twirls it between her fingers and then it disappears again. Uh, she goes, all right. Straight to the gullet. <laughs> Straight to the gullet. <laughs> she goes, all right. When you talk to the trade master, ask for the center, left, middle corner. The center left middle corner. Why do you say that's the better one? It's the best traffic in the whole market. Center left middle. But it, it might cost you a little bit more, but it's worth it. 
Ah, oh, thank you for the uh, for the tip, lady. That's actually pretty helpful. I toss her seconds over. I'll take that second deal, too. Oh, you want another tip? Please. Please. Beware of old Jim. Old Jim. Oh no, I'm frightening in my boots. <laughs> Don't trust him. All right. No sooner stab you in the back than give you a good deal. I just turn and go. Oh, Leo, you're going to like old Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, I want to use perception to see where that silver's going. Okay. This is going to be an opposed check. <laughs> it's three purple. Okay. And just to make sure real quick, I have four Skullduggery, and I have one rank in it, and I also have a career thing. I only turn one thing into yellow, right? Okay. So, yeah, you roll you, – you, you, you upgrade one ability dice to a yellow – and so you roll one yellow, three green. Okay. I get three purple. Do, do I get an advantage because I've seen it now three times? Um, sure. Boom, baby. Okay. Um, she has a pouch in her like vest, and it's kind of like tied within there, but it the it's open. Um, or at least like when she flicks her, her coin in there, she's like twirling it around. And then when she snaps her wrist, she's like flicking it in. But as she does so, the, she's like pulling her vest just slightly open. And when she does that, it opens that pouch. So you kind of see her like, she's pretend she's trying to get you to look at her hand and her like twirling the coin between her fingers and then when she snaps it, she's actually like throwing it in her, in her vest, basically. So as we start walking again, uh, Kachi's going to lean a little closer to her. I get two advantage on that, right? Yeah, two advantage. Okay. So could I use them to both, one, spot like a flaw in what she's doing to where other people can notice it as well? And then for the other one, I want to gain some esteem with her as I, cause I, here's what I want to do. I want to lean in and point it out to her. Okay. Yeah. She's opening up her vest way too much. Yeah. So I'm going to go, <clears throat> that is a nice trick you have there. But uh, when you open it up that much, we could see it. This is a much better way to approach. And I show her a, a better tuck job. Okay. Yeah. Um, she's very thankful. Besides, it will be easier to do that it, that way when you get older and more people look at that part of your vest. <laughs> um, uh, so she she tries it again, and as the coin flies into the pouch, we we screen wipe, fade to black, and we pick back up with Jordan in the or Raytheon in the Laughing Dragon Inn. And the human or the elf, the elf has looked at you after the ogre looks at the elf and goes, well, "I don't like him." So he says he doesn't like he doesn't like me. Says, yeah, the, the the elf the orc looked at you, looked at his elf buddy, and the elf goes, "I don't like him." Yeah, and so I lean back. Um, I can't remember. Are there any? Are there any like? Is there like an elf language? Oh yeah, there's. You know, elven. You can definitely. There's an elf. Well, yeah, language. I mean, I I am an elf, so. Um, Alien just sort of like leans back in uh, and in. And uh, Elvish says to, says to this guy, it's a good thing I'm not talking to you. And just leans back around to the orc. The, the elf, like, rolls his eyes and goes, 
Ugh. Tree elves. And you're not, like, you guys don't call yourselves tree elves. Y'all are woodland elves. But he's definitely, like, trying to insult you. And you could tell, like, he's definitely a high elf. Um, he's He's not, like dressed like a noble but he's definitely not dressed like a riffraff right, he's, right. So, he's yeah I'm just going to uh, I'm just going to sort of like sip my drink and into my cup in Elvis just go eh, at least I'm not one of those uh, highborn coven fuckers <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and address the orc in uh, in the common tongue and say so What's a nice place like you doing with a girl like this bar? Uh, the orc just looks at you and uh, is kind of shocked. Like he doesn't understand. He doesn't quite understand if you're hitting on him. <laughs> That's intentionally confusing. I want to see what he does. He uh, he looks back at his elf friend and goes, "You gonna let him get away with that?" And the elf, like, pounds his drink and goes, what do you think? <laughs> the orc, like, just slowly pushes his stool back from the table and walks away, like, a few paces just to watch. Okay. The elf sets his drink down, pushes his stool back and goes, I do not take kindly to being talked down to by your kind. Really? You'd think it'd be more common given that we're all tree elves. <laughs> oh, would you like to step outside and handle this like Elven Brothers? Steve? Ah, uh, yes, sir. Steve, this gentleman has very generously offered to pay for all of my drinks and my food, and I just leave. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you can hear him coming. <laughs> He's following you outside. And you hear the orc. You hear the orc just laughing. <laughs> He's just cackling. Oh, hey, hey! You gotta come see this. <laughs> He's gonna do it again. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get my ass kicked. <laughs> uh, so, you guys, you make it outside. Uh, the elf is like. You turn around and you see the elf like stretching. He's like popping his neck, stretching. I'm gonna throw his a arms. knife at him. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. This is a fight, not a dance. <laughs> uh, make me a vigilance check. This is gonna be opposed. All right. Um, I think this is gonna be three purple. Yeah, that's not happening. Um, I'm gonna tell you right now, because <laughs> I've only got. One in vigilance. <laughs> well, you've got a you got a story point you could spend if if you think this is worthy enough. I would like to spend a story point, uh, and turn that into a yellow die. And since I am just throwing a knife at him, can I get a boost die for that? Like he's stretching. That's not an advantageous fighting position. No, it's not. If I'm all. <laughs> um sure actually what? the range on my dagger is uh, is engagement so i'm gonna have to try to stab him as i walk past him no 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 throwing knife throwing daggers are you can throw them up to short range 
Okay, cool. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you can you can throw a dagger up to short range. Uh yeah, you can you can roll a boost. Right. And so I wanna I wanna make sure that like you're aware I'm not throwing this for lethal damage. I wanna try and hit him with the hilt. Like so I'm oh. just gonna basically like okay. reverse the grip and have the distance be the same. Alright. Because I'm not trying to kill him. I just you know <laughs> I wanna make him look stupid. Kill him. So that's a bunch of failures and two advantage. Oof. <laughs> Okay, how do you? What do you want to use those advantage for? I want to use the advantage to throw him off uh, on his first move, but uh, but miss him with the dagger. So like maybe it just like zips past him, and uh, and he uh, and he's stunned that I actually threw a dagger at him. Okay, yeah, I think this would I think this could can constitute as a uh, a boost die on your next check. Okay. okay. Yeah. Or you could give him a setback die, or you could do both. I think I'm going to give him a setback die. Uh, so, yeah, you throw this dagger. He, like, dodges out of the way as he's, like, stretching his right arm. He kind of just ducks, like, his left left shoulder back to, to miss, uh, to avoid the dagger throw. And uh, he kind of laughs and goes, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> and turns to you, um, and let's, uh, you know what? Uh, I think, uh, it's his turn. I think he, he goes. I think you've made your move. I think he's going to make his move. Cool. So I throw one of my daggers. Yeah. And it, it like, uh, yeah, I mean, you can hear it. It lands on the porch. You can hear it thud like, ding. All right. What's your, uh, do you have any defense? Uh, yes. One. Okay. Range down that way. Okay. Uh, he launches at you and just – he actually instead – he doesn't just launch. He Superman punches. He jumps in the air and just decks you right across the face. Um, however, you've got a a threat that you we can use against him. How do you want to use that threat? Do you want to give him – maybe he leaves himself open, giving you a boost die? No, I want to take the uh, – since he went for a Superman punch – I want to take the uh, take the momentum of that, grab his forearm and under his uh, under his armpit, and throw him. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I think you could do this. Uh, he's not going to land prone or anything, but I think no. Um, you could you could give him a strain if you want. Sure. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. So you throw him. He kind of like he tumbles once and then like stands back up. And that is going to be six damage. Six damage? Yes. Okay, I've got a soak of three, so that's going to be three wounds that I take? Yes. Cool. Take three wounds. All right. Cool. In that case, I'm going to run up, and uh, I'm just going to try and kick him, like, real fucking hard in the shin. (laughs) Yeah, take that! <laughs> All right, uh, it's gonna be uh, one black and two purple. Sure. And that it's is a brawl check. Brawl, yeah. Okay. Uh, thought so. This is gonna be tough. Uh, total wash. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, he. Man, I'd have succeeded if it wasn't for that black guy. I know. You you totally um <laughs> you, 
you kind of telegraph that you're gonna kick. You're like, ah, you just rear <laughs> back, like you're gonna like football punt his knee, uh, and he just yeah, that's what I'm going for. <laughs> he just kind of like sidesteps as you swing, and um, just steps out of the way. Uh, <laughs> so funny. Because Raytheon is not used to fighting humanoids at all. <laughs> He's just um, like fighting like random ass animals. And okay, so he um, was gonna try and grab you, okay, um, and like take you down, but he he's not able to. I think he he sort of like he kind of dodges out of the way and sees like, oh, I got his back. I can take his back. Um, as you like just full on try to football kick his shins and, uh, doesn't realize like you're pretty quick. So, uh, just with an advantage, um, I think, I think he like, as he like goes for the attack, he's going to give you one strain. One strain. Okay. Yep. Cool. Noted. Uh, Raytheon's going to try and step back. Punch his dick. I mean, if this fails, I'm just going to knee him in the groin. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to turn around and knee him in the groin. <laughs> okay. Um, two purple. Yep. And three black. Okay. I think that I'm just – I'm not going to worry about where I knee him, but I am going to okay. try to throw a knee into him. Okay. Just try and – all right. Just do a normal – Yeah. Uh, a normal check. Just a normal so, brawl. Two purple, two purple one black. black. Okay. Two purple, one black. Failure. Okay. You miss. Totally miss. Uh, <laughs> and he's going to go – and uh, he's actually getting pissed off. Good. Hold the goal. He is upset, so he's going to spend a a story point, and he just oh my gosh, what is going on? He's got a threat. <sighs> he's got a threat. Um, I think at this point he is just so upset that he's missed you. Uh, how do you want to spend that threat? First, uh, Raytheon's gonna go and gonna just like so as he tries to like punch him in the in the throat, Raytheon's gonna just sort of like sidestep it, lean into his ear, and go, "Miss me, bitch!" And um, <laughs> and just and so he's open. So I'm gonna say that can that be a boost die to Raytheon's next attack? Yeah, yeah. I think at this point though, like, um, all right, go one more time and then. Um, I think we're gonna we're gonna kind of conclude this. Okay. Right, so you go one more. You get one more round. I'm gonna spend a story point then and upgrade my check to get a yellow, a green, and a blue. Okay. And so that's gonna be two purple and black. Raven's gonna try to just shovel hook into Dude Man's ribs uh, from where he's at on his uh, on his right side. Okay. And that's success to advantage, my man. All right. Just uh, And how do you want to spend that advantage? Uh, I want to knock the breath out of him. I, okay. I want to break a rib if I can. Um, that's a little That'd strong be more for triumph. Two, yeah, I think you could win. I think you probably could bruise a rib with two, okay. two advantage. Giving him, like, a setback. You shovel hooked him in the ribs. Uh, he kind of like staggers and then just ha- – oh, wow. Oh, damn. <laughs> he <laughs> – <okay>. <laughs> um, He like faints 
with a a right hook and then it it causes you to 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 focus on that right hand and then he just brings that left leg up and just kicks you right in the neck. Got it. He's going to crit, so go ahead and roll me a a crit roll. That's a D100. Oh, man. And let's see what happens. 19. A 19. Okay, that's pretty low. You got pretty lucky there. (laughs) Distracted. The target can't perform a free maneuver during his next turn. Okay, so he kind of like, basically like... <laughs> he kind of just catches you like off guard, and pretty much at this point, though, how do you want to spin that threat? Though you get, you do have a threat that you can throw his way. Um, let's you see. Cause some, cause some strain. You can give him a setback dice. I'm gonna give him a setback die. I think that's the smartest okay. thing for this. Okay. At this point, though, the orc like laughs, and like comes up she goes all right all right it looks like you're both evenly matched let's let's call a truce he looks at his friend and goes you've met your match and he looks to you and he goes you're lucky (laughs) usually people don't make it out of the first few seconds with my friend here let's go back in finish our drinks Call it even. You know what? I like you. And uh, Raytheon goes back inside to finish his drinks. And uh, is there any sort of like healing magic that I can do with Primal? Uh, yeah, you can You can heal yourself with Primal. No, I'm going to heal him. Oh, oh, well, that's, oh. Well, who are you, are you going to heal the guy that you just fought? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, We're friends now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, um, that's how this works in Raytheon's head. It's like, no, uh, I beat the shit out of him. He beat the shit out of me. We're friends now. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's just a, um, that's just a two purple difficulty. That is real logic. Oh, sorry, overcoming generations of prejudice and racial division with fights <laughs> by fighting it out. <laughs> hey, man, if it works, it works. And I'm gonna spend a story point just to, uh, if that's okay with y'all. Yeah, guys. and that way I can. Uh, there we go. We got three successes out of that. Nice. Okay. Um, so the way healing works is for every uncanceled success, I think you heal one point of damage. So you heal him three points. Yep. So I, I stop him as we go in and say, hey, let me look at that. I'm going to say just at this point, you kind of heal him back to max. Like, um, sure, sure. It, before he does that, like before you heal him, he like holds his hand out, like to shake it. Yeah, you shake his hand. his hand. Okay, uh, he goes, not bad for a woodland. I didn't know you. I didn't know they taught you to fight up there in the highlands. And uh, you guys uh, sit down to have a drink. Uh, let's switch back to our other friends. You guys are are uh, approaching the first inn. You guys pass the marketplace. You're coming up on the Twisted Oak Tavern. Uh, Ruby points out to the left, there is the blacksmith, and to the right is the Twisted Oak Tavern. And uh, you guys finally come up to the um, the Fourth Oak Inn. She goes, all these places are pretty good to stay at. And 
Yeah, you know, I mean, it just depends on what you want in terms of atmosphere. The Twisted Oak is kind of, um, hmm, it's more rustic. It's a rowdier crowd, but, you know, they're good people. And the 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 bartender, the owner, he's, um, Darius, he's a good guy. He's good people. He keeps it pretty clean in there. Is that the one that you would stay at? Mm. Or if well, your sister about five years older, is that where she would stay? <laughs> she laughs. She goes, no, if I had a sister, she'd probably be at the Laughing Dragon Inn. That's where my mom works. I vote for the Laughing Dragon then, especially to meet the mother. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And she, like, smiles. She goes, many men have tried. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it just grins. And uh, <laughs> you guys pass the um, you guys pass the Fourth Oak Inn and take a left up a stone little path, and you can see the academy kind of nestled up on a sort of a little knoll uh, right next to the woods. And she goes, "I'm not sure if Zeku's here or at the the temple, but we'll try here first since it's close." Okay. Uh, do we still have Shabazz, or have we found a place to upboard him while in town? Uh, if you guys wanted to stop back at the blacksmith, you can, or you can just take him up here for now. I, I would have thought on the way we would have dropped him. I don't know what I'm talking in, in Kachi. Uh, I, th- I would have thought we would have dropped him off, like, at the first, like, place. Probably near, probably near the ends, right? Um, the blacksmith probably would hold him. Like, it's it, yeah. it's kind of a stable area. Like, if, unless you wanted to keep him closer, uh, you could board him at the blacksmith. All right, I'll board him there then. He kind of gives you a weird look. He's never seen a camel before, but this is a camel. Uh, shoe feet metal things do not go here. He will spit. I would avoid this end as well. Um, so yeah, you guys walked up to I guess from the blacksmith up to the <clears throat> the academy. Uh, Ruby goes in, walks in, and and hollers for Zeku. Um, and surprisingly, Zeku is there. Um, he kind of, when he when you guys come in, he kind of hurriedly, like, sort of shuffles some things around at a desk. Um, and stands up very abruptly and turns around. Ah, uh, Ruby. Um, Did I see anything? Uh, you guys can make a perception check if you yeah. want. Um, so that's going to be a three purple difficulty. Whoa. Whoa, okay. Leo, you walk in here and man, it is dusty. Goodness gracious, has this place not been dusted in a while? Uh Kachi, you see immediately what he hid. He hid a small um probably uh a small something a little bit larger than probably about the same size as a coin purse, a good filled coin purse. Um it is a a stone of some sort, and uh, it looked like it was glowing. Uh, so is it is it in order? Is it we walk in, I see stuff, but he's hit it, and then he walks over to us, right? Yeah, yeah. You walk in, he stands up, hides it like behind him under some parchment as he's like standing up and turning around, and because uh, he kind of it was kind of on the right of the desk as he's sitting, and so when he like he hears the door open, he like grabs it and like quickly shoves it under some parchments, stands up and turns around and goes, Oh, uh, Ruby, I, I wasn't expecting uh, you. 
this time of day. This is not the usually you come a little earlier. And uh, anyway, uh, who are your friends? Uh, I'm <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and just step ahead of her and be like, "Hello, I am Kachi Rogan. Uh, I." I was somewhat hired and I guess somewhat acquaintance or friend of your prune-shaped old wizard, uh, Morty. It's great to, to meet you. And, and he looks to you, Leo, and goes in, I'm assuming you are Leo? Um, Leo Thundershield? Is that your last name? Yeah, yeah, I'm Leo Thundershield. How? Well, uh... Well, Morty, to answer your question that you're about to ask me, Morty was expecting you. Expecting um, me? Both of you, yes. And he smiles at Ruby like he often often does. Uh, Morty's a, he's a good friend and uh, told me to be looking out for you guys. Uh, if you'd like to stay here, you can. It's not nobody's... I mean, I... Uh, a woodland elf is staying well kind of staying here he's more spends more time in the woods but yeah if you would like to stay here you're more than welcome to um i can offer you free board Uh, that's all i can right now i'm not technically running this place um i am the monk i i oversee the the temple here in town oh you're 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 the monk not the good friend huh well I, i yeah me and morty were good friends really good friends uh you said you've seen him? You, you've seen Morty? You've talked with Morty? Yes. Uh, while I was, uh, how do you politely say, trying to drink myself to death, uh, Morty came by and offered me a deal I could, how you say, uh, not refuse. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, that sounds like Morty. When, when did you see him? When, when was this? A little, a little less than a year ago. Since then, I've been undertaking a task. Following a shady, evil, evil being around, trying to track him down and get information from him. But uh, if you are friends of Morty, perhaps you know about this situation. Uh, when you when you said about a year ago, he kind of like he's listening, but he kind of like turns away, and like you can tell he's in deep in thought. Um, a year ago, you say. No, sadly, I, I, I don't know anything about what Morty was, was doing when he left. He left here uh, a good while ago. I maybe like, oh gosh, has it been five years? I think. Uh yeah, five years ago. Um, he told me to to wait for you. Um, he did. Uh, back then, yeah, yeah, back then. Um, Morty, Morty's a powerful wizard. I don't know if you like knew that. He looks at you, uh, Kachi, and and he looks at you, Leona, and he goes, "I don't know if you've never ever met Morty." He goes, "But yeah, he's a pretty powerful wizard. He kind of just knows things sometimes. It's always kind of." I, I don't know. I powerful as in like mighty or powerful as in like I should no longer compare him to Prune. You should both. Both. Uh-huh. <laughs> he kinda laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> yeah. He's um You said he looked old? 
No, he's just a wizard, and I was drunk. I don't remember much of what he looked exactly like. Remember, this is year year ago. I remember places to go. I did not paint a portrait of him. Wait, I must paint you. No, that did not occur. Yeah, but you said okay. Well, okay, okay. Uh, I, yeah. So, uh, well, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm. We could sit down and talk. I don't. I'm. I'm kind of in the middle of of doing some research, but uh, real, real quick before we go any further, uh, take a look at this, and I pull out uh, a little coin and say, "Could you look at this real quick and tell me if you notice anything?" And hand it to him. <laughs> Why, he kind of looks at you and goes, why do you want me to look at a coin? If you are a friend of Morty's, you might recognize something about it. I hand it, hand it to him. Are you trying to tell if he's a changeling? I don't know. He hasn't taken the coin yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but are you, try, like, are you trying to trick him? Take the do- coin! Take the coin! <laughs> at this point, he doesn't take the coin. He like backs away a little bit. He kind of looks at you um, and takes the coin. I go, thank you, there's nothing... Okay, well, what does he do when he takes the coin? He takes the coin. Nothing happens. Does he look at it? Yeah, he looks at it. He goes, this is, a, this is a silver coin. What Did Morty give you this? What, what is this? Maybe if you rub it a little. like. Are you trying thumb. to tell if I'm a werewolf? No, that's not how you tell if someone's a werewolf, but... Changeling, perhaps? Ah, does that come anything to mind? Uh, yeah, but... But you also can tell if someone's a werewolf by silver as well. Well, both of them are on my hit list, so thanks. And I try to take the silver coin back. <laughs> this is the he, best he, he, I have. Uh, he hands it back to you. Uh, I'm not a. I'm not a changeling. You don't have to worry about that. Uh, just, just for some background, we just came from changeling issues. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would have known if he's a changeling. I know everything that happens in Three Oaks. That's not ominous at all. (laughs) That sounds like you may not have yet met changelings. They are not on top of my list of things I like, I'll put it that way. Uh, Zeku looks at you and goes, I don't know if a changeling could enter Three Oaks. The one we met was specifically coming here. Yeah, he was was looking for, um, for a stone. He uh, uh, a what? A stone. He was he was trying to get here to steal a stone. What kind of stone? He gets very seriously and approaches you. What kind of stone? Oh well, of course it's the sanctuary stone that's in Three Oaks. You know, like the Duelist Delight, the Staff of Tear, the Azos Doom, and the Rex Rationist and from Ravenhold. Oh, first off. Okay, you said those horribly wrong. Second of all, <laughs> no, there is no. Of course, there's a, a sanctuary stone here. Nobody knows about that. How did you know about that? You have well, a sanctuary we, stone. We caught the guy. We caught the guy that was about to get here to steal, and apparently he was ordered to steal this item. We uh, questioned him. This is this is troubling. Do you know why? Oh, that makes sense. Why Morty would want you to catch him and probably dispose of him. If he knew of this the stone, then that puts Three Oaks in danger. But why? I okay, we we need to talk. Ruby, will you go find Raytheon? She goes, Oh I wanna hear about the cool stuff that y'all are doing. Okay, fine. She like 
walks off. Thanks, Ruby. Thanks for all the help you've been. You know, she's going to be no end of trouble when she grows up, I say as she walks out. <laughs> she's no end of trouble now. That's what I mean. She goes, I heard that, and closes the door. <laughs> okay, so you found a changeling. You and Morty were hunting a changeling. He goes, he looks at you, Leo, he goes, were you hunting it too? I was just traveling here. I have no idea why he would know my name. I'm... I was coming here to sell goods. Sometimes people come to Three Oaks, and other times people are led to Three Oaks. And Morty had a way of knowing which was which. Um, so, yeah. So tell me about this changeling. What... What do you know? Like, was he working? F- do you know who he was working for? Yeah, yeah, he's working for the Nyplets. To to be honest, I did not know him personally or sexually. No, just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Morty explained to me a general situation going on where there is a group or something that is trying to. Uh, work behind the scenes basically to everyone's demise, from what I understand. Um, so I was sent on a mission to track and waylay one of their uh, spies or uh, whatever you would call it, who uh, was going to try to track something down and steal it. Um, and uh, it was a changeling. And so I tracked them, uh, eventually caught up with them, but after a couple of villages where he had started to steal the identities of people, I witnessed him do horrible things, by the way. Um, he, uh, I almost got up to him when he caught up with a caravan on the road. And as I approached, he uh, somehow I managed to take out, I think it was two or three people by the time we finally tracked him down. And luckily we were able to catch him and question him. Uh, Right as a third party attacked the caravan full of gnolls and, I don't know, goblins and other things. And then uh, the whole thing, he, I guess, could have gotten away, but we think he ended up dying tragically. <laughs> he was a douche. So anyway, um, this is, in fact, his jacket I'm wearing right here. Uh, while we questioned him, he gave us a lot of information about the secret society he's working with. We learned about this stone thing, like the which is a lot like the one you're trying to hide under those papers on your desk. He like he nervously like looks back, like kind of glances like, "Oh, dang it! You you oh man, you saw that." This was going to either play out by me swiping it and trying to find out what it was if I could not determine if you were good or not, or me asking you like this. But you aren't changeling. You seem good enough, and you are Morty's friend, so. He's at least my employer. Right. So you, he turns to Leo, got hooked into this because of the changeling. Yeah, and my badass sword. It's probably a good thing that you didn't bring the changeling here. If you brought the changeling here, that would have been dangerous. He was already heading here. Yeah, but if you had captured him and brought him here, like, bound, it, it would have been very, very dangerous to do that. Well, here's the thing. I I didn't know what this thing was. He 
kind of walks over and gets it and brings it back to you. And it's it's sort of this almost tear-shaped like gem almost that's glowing white. It's not bright, but it's it's you can tell it's like a, a, a white. He goes, we had an incident the other day, and I don't necessarily trust it around people anymore. What do you mean by incident? Well, it turned um, turned red, and then it turned like blackish purple, and when it did that, Raytheon tried to grab it. Right. Almost like he was. Well, it, yeah, you'll meet him uh, here in a second. Uh, he's probably drinking. I would assume, or in the woods. Why not both? Well, maybe, but he likes. He's a social person, which is. He's a good guy. I like him. He's a good elf. As he says that, I think we we pan we switch back over to. Uh, Raytheon in the tavern, and Raytheon, I think you and this orc and this elf are having a fantastic time right now. We certainly um, are. Are you trying to hear that con- any more of the conversation, or are you just enjoying this? Are you? What are you? What are you doing? Raytheon is basically has basically spent this entire time trying to ingratiate himself with these guys because they're obviously all part of some kind of group. Uh, that is uh, that is like doing something. These guys don't fit here, but why are they here? So I want to be a part of them. Gotcha. Um, I think at this point, uh, it's kind of like mid-afternoon now, and um, the bartender changes, and the haggard old gentleman uh, sort of like clocks out, and a beautiful... Um, elf. Definitely older than you. Definitely probably twice as old as you. Maybe three times as old as you. Comes up and steps in behind the har- uh, the bar. She has um, beautiful blonde hair. Very tall. Very elegant. She is definitely a high elf. Uh, very fair skin. She has a very uh, beautiful silver tiara. And is wearing a um, – it's kind of odd, though. She's wearing sort of uh, common clothes, though. She's not wearing sort of what you would see um, noble high elves wear in an elven city. So she, she blends in except for the tiara. Um, and these guys are just having a blast. I mean they are loving you. They're swapping stories. You're swapping stories. Um I mean, pretty much whatever you want to ask them, maybe they might talk to you. It just depends on what you ask. Well, I'm going to tell them about the time that I just ganked a bunch of kobolds. And uh, and then, you know, tell them about, you know, sort of the trouble that I got into in Vasthaven. And, uh, and finally come around to the topic of work. Just be like, yeah, no, really all I'm doing is... <sighs> groundskeeping basically which you know i don't mind it the the elf goes that's honest work you enjoy it you are your own man you get to do whatever you want you get to be out in the woods and that is that is 
that is respectable work. Don't you let anyone tell you anything else. Yeah, I appreciate that. What was your name again? I don't remember. <laughs> okay. But I'll tell you later. Uh, the orc is very much uh, sober. He is handling. He handles. He's handling his drink a lot better than this elf. You know, take that conversation and basically, uh, basically say, you know, yeah, it's just a kind of get a little bored sometimes. You know, hey, you, you seem like you've got a fun time sometimes. Uh, what? Any chance I could work with you sometime? Well. Uh, you, you actually catch him looking at the barkeep, and then he looks back at you. <sighs> maybe. Come see me tomorrow when you're sobered up, maybe. You, uh, you need to learn how to watch people more inconspicuously. You're out me pretty hard when I walked in, bud. Uh, sorry, I'm used to, like, watching animals, you know, to, like, and I take the, take my dagger and sort of, like, just... Like, stick it into the bar a couple of times. <laughs> like, just kind of just, you know, just get them. You know, so, people are different. Uh, when you stick it in the second time, the yeah. high elf barkeep comes over and grabs your hand the third time and goes, Don't damage the bar. Okay. I won't damage the bar. She, like, quickly like lets go of your arm like she's kind of kind of perturbed a little bit <laughs> <laughs> knife goes back in its sheath the orc pats you on the back yeah we'll we'll talk tomorrow what was your name again Raytheon Raytheon Mistweave I am Drux you're drunk? no no Drux Drux Drux, Drux the orc Ah, like, like ducks with an R. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He goes, you go, you go, you sober up. We'll talk tomorrow. Where can I meet you? Here. We'll be around. Right, right. I'm going to go up to my room now. That's room something. Uh, and so. I think in, it is. <laughs> go ahead. He just sort of like stumbles out. He intentionally did not say the name, the number of the room. Um, like I do remember it's room seven. Okay. Um, and so he's going to go up to uh, room seven. And I think before you even make it up the steps, Ruby comes in at this point and goes, there you are. I've been looking everywhere for you. Here you are. I've been staying in here drinking. <sighs> she like rolls her eyes. <laughs> I think you need to stay out in the woods more. I think I stayed out in the woods yesterday, and it was fine. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. And now you're in the city, and you're drunk. Yeah, and my Zeku, boots are full of mud. Zeku, oh, that's what that smell is. Well, I, I cleaned it off my clothes this time. Oh, my gosh. Are you still trying to do the water spell? Yeah, I'm going to try it again right now. I'm going to try it again right now. <laughs> okay. All right, it's just one purple. He's drunk. <laughs> oh, definitely got a setback die on that bad boy. <laughs> awesome. Hey, that's a wash with two advantage. <laughs> <laughs>
I think you get more off of your clothes, uh, but more into your boots. <laughs> it just fills up even more. It kind of comes out a little. It's like it's so full. It's like uh, water like over. Like every time you step, a little bit more like splish <laughs> splashes out. So you're like leaving water. Pr- come on, let's just. Oh my gosh, Raytheon, come on, let's get you out of here. She like takes you out. She says, sit down, sit down, <laughs> sit down on the steps right now. Sit down on the steps. I take my boots off and I just sort of hand them to her. Oh, oh this smells. This smells disgusting. Uh, you see back how back they throw out the sloth right there. Oh and my gosh, this is. Don't my boots, and there we go. Um, <laughs> off we go, and I'm I'm gonna just try and follow her because. Oh, she's I was, helping you. I was going to my room, you know. To sober up. <laughs> yes. Look, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. <laughs> okay. So you guys stumble there and <laughs> burst in. I found him drunk again. <laughs> hey, I'm not drunk. I can handle I can handle my myself. Uh, she leads you over to a chair uh, next to Zeku. Um, and Zeku, I think you guys have kind of moved to a table and are sitting across from each other um, and taught and discussing with the, the Sorcerer's Stone. You see the, not the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh my gosh, Harry Potter. Uh, the Sanctuary Stone on the table. You see it, uh, Raytheon. Just glowing, oh. glowing white. Yeah, I'm going to try and pick it up. Uh, Zeku, like, grabs your hand. What are you doing? What? What are you doing? Nothing. You were trying to pick it up. That? Let's, let's not touch it, Raytheon. Okay. And I'm gonna reach over and try and grab it with the other hand. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, make me a vigilance check. This is gonna be opposed. Okay. <laughs> you're trying to well I don't know would it be vigilance or coordination uh, let's go coordination and give me a setback die or two for being drunk okay alright <laughs> coordination uh, this is going to be his, his difficulty is going to be uh, one red two purple and a black cool that's a success with an advantage okay so you grab it yeah, yeah. He's like, no, no, don't do that. Snatch. <sighs> Ruby like steps back really quick, like, oh, and like looks at every one of y'all. <laughs> what do you, what do you guys do? How many exits are there from the from the room? Uh, there is a. There are three doors in this room. There is the entrance. Uh, to the right in front of you is what looks like private quarters, or to your right, there's like. Uh, what looks like, yeah, to the right in front of you looks like private quarters. To the left in front of you looks like um, uh, dorm rooms or dormitories and maybe even a, 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 a kind of a maybe a study area. I want to go stand in front near the least blocked exit. Okay, so as you stand up, as he grabs it, nothing happens. And like Zeku's watching and he just, he kind of sighs a relief. He goes, well... I guess it's okay to touch, at least while it's glowing white. Now we found that out, huh? 
Okay. Does anyone know anything more about this? Like, we know the name of it. Clearly, other people knew the, na- knew the name of it. I, it's going to take me a while to figure this thing out. It's complicated magic. I don't, Morty didn't tell me what it was. He just said it was important to keep Three Oaks safe. And that I should guard it with my life. If y'all want to help, that's fine. But, I mean, it's going to take a while to research this thing. And, I mean, he look, he like, <laughs> like spans his arm around the room. He goes, I don't know where any of these books are. Morty doesn't keep these things alphabetically organized. He never did. Well, okay. So while we're looking into this, um, assuming Morty knowing my name is the magical thing where I'm supposed to help out here. Um, how about we keep it someplace safe, not a desk drawer? Um, well, that's I've been keeping it in the temple and, until I have to leave the temple, and I've been keeping it on me ever since it sort of glowed colors. And- so let's say hypothetically you're a thief. Where is the first place you'd look for a sacred relic? Uh, probably a church. Yeah. Or or a mage academy. Anybody else feel like sticky? No. Uh, but why why would you feel sticky? Uh, there's all this mud, and I'm pretty sure I've got some kind of like weird dwarf booze sweat. Oh, oh, you're like super drunk right now. <laughs> got it. Okay, Zeku is like I've had enough of this. He like touches you on the shoulder. <laughs> you are cured of drunkness. However, you get the hiccups, <laughs> but you are no longer drunk. All of a sudden, he just touches you on the shoulder, and you're like, whoa. He just feels some divine energy come flowing through your body. Oh, boys, I am very awake. Um, right, okay, so catch me back up because I think I was in a bit of a fog there, fellas. We've got to get this stone. There's a changeling stealing stuff. Well, there was. He's he's dead now. Oh, okay. Well, one problem down. Um, well, okay. So, what you're we trying were talking to about the places, the, the places that he stole other stuff at. He always went close by. Right, 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 right. So and you're trying you, to get these things back. And then you had a revelation. And we started talking geography, and I started thinking about how in the dune there, they say, what's on side of this dune over here? You can always say sand and at least be right. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so what, you're, you're trying, to, trying to collect these things and return them to where they go, or, or are we on some side of kind of quest for power? What are, what are we doing? My job? is to protect Three Oaks until Zeku. Morty gets back. Zeko, I just thought of something. This place keep this place keeps out changelings and other things like that, correct? He goes, he kind of looks at you and goes, that's my suspicion. I don't know if it keeps out changelings. I don't know what. Listen, Three Oaks has never had anything really bad happen to it. In all the years I've been here, Nothing really horrible has happened. We've had a few trolls come down from the mountains, but like in terms of like truly evil things, nothing. 
So would you say it's kind of like a sanctuary? Yeah. So the sanctuary think stone. Maybe it's the stone. I think I'm thinking what you're thinking though. If we can get these other items to Three Oaks, then don't you think like it'd a be super sanctuary? Maybe. Then will this place will be a duelist delight? And how do we know that he wanted to keep it safe by keeping it here? Well, that's the thing. Why would he? I mean, I don't know why he protected Three Oaks other than that it was our home. Hmm. He got pretty drunk while we were hanging out. I mean, <laughs> that's Morty. <laughs> no, I like. Do you feel like you can protect it better than it being out in the open when people walk into your room or wherever this is? Um, I mean, the temple is pretty warded. It's pretty safe. Well, hold on a second. I, I lean forward towards uh, towards Raytheon and I say, "Is that a is that a fox head purse?" Yeah, made it myself. Oh, okay, very neat. Sorry, continue. Dude, what a pull. What a freaking pull right now. I am seriously impressed. I am seriously impressed. Okay, sorry. Continue. Uh, what the hell just happened? Man, made it myself. Uh, he remembered like something from like three episodes ago that I totally even forgot. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a thing, yeah. Wait, well done. Um, and so... Uh, he said, Nightblades, um, that wouldn't happen to have, like, uh, like a flag or anything. Like a oh, symbol? Uh, yeah, yeah, um, show, show them the dagger. What dagger are you talking about? It's not like <laughs> I have a tap, 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 secret dagger in my back pocket. <laughs> Ruby goes, whoa, that was cool. I hand over, I show him the dagger. So be yeah. careful, an enchanter has been in the same room as it. Zeku takes it and goes, Yeah, I I'm pretty sure that's that's a that's a that's a dagger that's a nightblade dagger. But um yeah, it's kind of their symbol is a man in the moon, right? Did he have a man in the moon with a dagger in its mouth? Not from its mouth, but like in its mouth. like a, he's like Looking to you guys to see if you know what he's talking about. Uh, that Isn't sounds familiar. Um, he also had a uh, a letter that he could write, a note that he could write to somebody um, anytime he wanted. Like a secret, a secret way to, uh, in uh, Thieves Can't, communicate. Interesting. Hmm. And he was a changeling. By the way, have you ever uh, seen this silver coin before? I say going over... <laughs> the Jordan no, is it uh, Jordan's character I go over to to race and say do you recognize this coin and I show yeah. him a silver coin to hand to him he uh, grabs it from you and like sniffs it licks it bites it a little bit no that's silver okay thank you <laughs> and I take it back and put it back in my pocket <laughs> it's not a changeling River goes, what about me? You didn't do that to me. She holds her hand out. She holds her hand out and grins uh, real big. <laughs> if you think very carefully, yes, I did. Multiple. Oh. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> she, like, you know, snaps her fingers, like, swings her arms, snaps her fingers, like, oh, dang it. We, uh, we need to make note of that symbol. If we see it anywhere around or 
on anything or hear anybody talking like this note that you said you have. It was a normal piece of paper, if I remember. It was uh, an incantation on it or something where they could talk. I mm-hmm. don't think we kept it for some reason. Maybe if you, uh, you you didn't keep it? No, I thought we didn't. Did we? Yeah, we yeah, kept all kept of it. Note. Okay, well, let me well, look then, in my pocket. Yeah, Do I you find got it? it's in your yeah. possession. Well, why not post it in a public place and see if there's anybody who reads it? Uh, I, once again, I don't think that's how it works. Oh, you can read it. You can read it. It has. A, it's a list, and then the list reads like like it right. followed the the right. time before. It's yeah. it's five right. places with uh, gray manner crossed out and the object crossed out. Dull uh, Gordul crossed out with the with its item, and the other three are just you know a location and object or an item. Is there is there anything to do with a guild, trolls, or or the word black? No. Right. Just checking. Well, I don't appear to have any other ideas right now. I think it's probably best if I go check over the grounds. Uh, and uh, Raytheon, uh, Raytheon begins to leave. I do want to stop as uh, as Raytheon's leaving, though, and over his shoulder he calls back this. So, uh, Zeku, by the way, there was uh, something in the woods... Uh, last night, we went a uh, good ways west. I couldn't catch it, and uh, something is using magic out there—fire magic. Whatever it was, it was fast. So keep an eye. It's smell it all like wet dog. I don't think I caught. Seku like shakes his head and goes, "Trust me, Kachi. It's not a werewolf. Werewolves. It's very rare for a werewolf to be a magic user." Man, like, werewolves are a thing for you. You mentioned that, like, three times since we met. I'm friend with a very knowledgeable and learned wizard. And I've done some studying myself. Crap, someone's going to be a werewolf, aren't they? Just tell me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, if I knew of a werewolf in Three Oaks, I wouldn't tell you. Just so you know, they tend to want Kitty for dinner. So... Well, okay, guys, so our next step is to... Well, settle in, and let me do some more research, and then okay. uh, maybe chase down some of these clues, like figuring out why right. the Nightblades want this stone. Okay, and you said we can stay here? Yeah, if you want, free board... Uh, it's yeah. it's dusty, Dibs. but uh, you know I think uh, I I'd feel better uh, if someone staying here. Why is it so dusty? Well, nobody lives here. Right. So so I'll come back here um, after I'm done. I, I've got to go set up a a um, a shop where I can sell my wares. All right. If you uh, if you need me, I'll be at the temple, and um, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Okay. Um, so we're just leaving the stone here on it. Um, no, he picks up the stone. And he goes, "I'm no, I'm taking it back to the temple." You need help getting it there. I mean, if you want to walk with me, you can, but um, it's okay. It's not very far. Yeah, it's probably, uh, it's probably smart for somebody to go with you. Yeah, we'll just, 
that this is transporting a uh, a some sort of relic that keeps a paradise existing. Yeah, I'll I'll walk you to it. <laughs> well, I I would appreciate the company then. All right, I'll come along with. I'm coming too. As Ruby like jumps up. Oh, Ruby. <laughs> from the table. Da 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 da. And she turns as you guys are walking. She turns back to Raytheon and goes, "Don't step where they're throwing slop." Sure. And I'm gonna try to use primal magic to uh, to put some mud in her boot. <laughs> okay. Oh jeez, how's this gonna go wrong? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's just one purple. Just one purple, man. I mean, this is just utility magic. Just throwing some mud in there. Yeah. That's a triple success there, my friend. <laughs> she does that, turns around, and like takes one step and goes, <laughs> And booking it out of the building. Um, Raytheon's going to go back to his room at the Laughing Dragon and, uh, and see, if he can, uh, see if he can just kind of like wait for those dudes there. Come on, let's get this thing back to the temple. All right. And um, as you guys walk um, back down the road, I think this is the scene that we close on. Ruby is desperately chasing after Raytheon. Uh, boots filled with mud, unable to keep up. <laughs> probably tumbling <laughs> and falling down the ground. Uh, laughing. <laughs> as the mud goes everywhere um, the three of you walk further down the road downhill towards a sort of uh, kind of a little valley that, that the temple sits on and you turn off the main road walking into the temple and not too far off though in the woods in a tree we see a gray hooded figure watching and with that the scene cuts to black the content of this podcast is property of Genesis Casual Podcast Genesis Role Playing Game Genesis Logo and Realms of Turnoff are property of Fantasy Flight Games the content used from Genesis Foundry belongs to their prospective owners. The Elderia setting and setting books is property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast. Music is provided by Ray Johnson or otherwise stated in the show notes.